Yo, 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 it's Nick from Get In Tune. I got a very special guest and a very special friend on today's episode. I got an accomplished director, cinematographer, and black business owner by the name of Ambria. How you doing? I'm good, I'm good. What's up, everybody? Ambria with an upside down A. Hmm. Yeah, how you doing? Um, so I, there was a few things I really want to get into, but first I just want to know a little bit about yourself, you know, for those that don't know too much about you, like who are you and what do you got going on right now? Okay, bet. Well, as he said, my name is Ambria. I go by Upside Down A. I'm a director, cinematographer, all that good stuff that he just said here in Atlanta. Um, I came from Warner Robins, Georgia. That's how I know Nick, because <laughs> we're both sure. from Warner Robins, 478. Uh, it's a military, smallish town. But um, yeah, my parents were in the military. They ended up staying there. I went to college at Kennesaw State University, and I have been doing cinematography professionally for going on five and a half, six years. Amazing. I didn't even realize it's been that long, honestly. I know, right? It's crazy. Yeah, it's been crazy for real. Um, just when, How did you get started in the cinematography? Because going back to like where you're from, where we're both from, it's not really, uh, and it, like I don't feel like it's a, it's a place that like, has too many like creatives coming out of it. Um, there's not a lot of inspiration out there. So how do you take that path? Like how did you decide to get into um, cinematography? So um, as you know, in high school, I was an athlete. So mm -hmm. I, long story short, God led me to cinematography. He cut off everything I was doing in every which way possible, made it an unattractive uh, journey path or like just completely stop situations that would have me in a completely different place right mm -hmm. now. I would have kept going. And um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I can go more into detail if you want me to, but it's like, it's all up to you. No, yeah, feel free to just divulge into it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Get into right, the nitty gritty. I'm really interested in hearing like what was that moment in time where you were just like, I gotta pursue this. Like this is my passion. Yeah. All right. Well, that moment in time where it happened was I was at Savannah State. I won't say I knew I had to do the camera stuff, but I knew I, my journey was about to take some very interesting turns that I could not foresee. Like even multiple. I'm like a seven step out person, really, and I couldn't even see farther than one step out in front of me, but. I was just uh, leaning on God's faith. I lost my military scholarship because I'm legally blind. Um, mm -hmm. So that was a huge scholarship that had me at Savannah State. Lost that before I even got to school, three days before specifically. Um, after I was already enrolled, everything was paid for, all that good stuff just reversed. And so that changed a lot of things for me. I had to figure out, all right, now I'm about to possibly have a lot of debt if I keep being in college. So I started thinking, mm -hmm. like, do I really want to do this? Is this really what I would have done without the military scholarship and right. without basketball. So me being an athlete, tore my Achilles, that killed everything. Then a uh, legally blind thing, that took all that off the table. So that took Savannah State off the table. I went there for mm -hmm. six months and it was amazing. I can't even lie. Savannah State is a lot of the reason why I am how I am now today as far as like sure. really being into like honestly black culture, um, being into just understanding our position in the world as a people and how I need to move to change that and help us be, uh, just go towards a better direction. So Savannah State instilled all of that into me. And just, I was never around that many black people before. Like, yeah, we <laughs> both weren't. I mean, that's just kind of like where we're from, you know what I'm saying? It was a very mixed pot. 
Um, you know, you went to veterans high school. I went to Houston County. Very diverse group of people. Like, you know, I, I, I always had a bunch of different people around me. It wasn't just like I was in an area where I had to just have like all black friends or whatever. So I get it, you know, very diverse. Um, did you care anything? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I can't fully agree. Veterans high school, the population of black people is like 6%, 5 or it's 6%. very low. I guess even lower than where I went. So, you know. It was the basketball team and the football team. And sure. I didn't have the black culture or understanding of our people that I do today. So mm. I would say that was like the biggest change. And mm. I got to Kennesaw. Well, I, I decided to go from Savannah to Kennesaw because I always wanted to be in Atlanta. At Kennesaw, uh, tried to pick up sports again. Did I fully picked it up. I joined the rugby team. Figured out nice. sports is not for me anymore. I was like, I'm good at this. But if I keep going, I'm going to be a professional. And I'm not a professional rugby player. Like, I could be, but nah. So um, I feel it. Just knowing yourself, having that clarity, like, I don't know. It's good to stay active and good to do that sort of thing. But yeah, I mean, it sounded like you definitely had like your years of sports and you just, it's like trial and error at this point. Like I can't imagine how hard it must've been like coming off of a really big injury too. Yeah. It was what was cool. that rehab process like? It was, it was more so in high school, honestly. Oh, like okay. uh, I tore it. Um, I tore my Achilles at the beginning ish of 12th grade. So like mm -hmm. rehab, up until basketball season, like middle of basketball season, started playing again. And that was that was quick. I can't even lie. Like, it doesn't even bother me like that today. If I go over three hours of working out, then I'll have, like, issues. But sure. um, yeah. rugby, I was great at rugby. And then I felt like that's what God was trying to wake me up to. You, I felt like I could be great at anything. or Anybody can, honestly. And we all need yeah. to believe in ourselves like that. Truly. You have to think of yourself like that. So. Mm -hmm. I feel like I can do anything. So I was like, shit, I'm good at this. I'm good at that. I see I can just pick something up and be great. What do I really need to be doing? <laughs> so I just started exactly. asking God, like, leave me, leave me. Like, show me what I'm supposed to do. I picked all this stuff. You, you're showing me that it's not for me. So what's for me, right? And um, mm -hmm. my eyes were open to the camera, but... I was already in love with the camera and I didn't even know it. Like I'm the type right. of person. my Instagram was the type of Instagram that had random ass photos of just nice scenery and like, you know, maybe a cool frame or uh, something like that, you know? And um, my family are the type of people they take hella photos. Like if I go on an outing, we're taking like 30 photos. Like I'm getting candidates of myself or setting up to take pictures. And then my parents are the type of people to pause the movie and break down a scene for like 10, 15 minutes. But I, it's wow. no complaint because like I love it. And now that for I'm sure. old and in this, I see it's really because of that. So Yeah, no, for sure. Like it was right in front of you from the very beginning. And God yeah. works in mysterious ways like that. Um, I, it honestly wasn't until I started taking classes at Kennesaw, like in the media and entertainment program, where I started to like build an appreciation for um, cinematography. Um, I had a um, film class that I took last semester, and uh, my professor was awesome. I don't know if you had Professor Gutierrez, but really, really funny guy. Um, and he just has like a passion for film. I think he does um, cinematography as well. And a lot of our assignments were based on like just analyzing different techniques that directors would use, cinematographers would use, and like observing them from a different lens. And so I totally get that. Like it changes your perspective and, and lets you like appreciate 
some of those techniques used and like all the stuff you see from now on. Um, but yeah, that's, no, you sure. took that class, that's dope. So, like, you have like a deeper understanding when you look at stuff, too. Hell yeah, for sure. Um, I want to go back to what you were talking about with the photography thing because when I was like looking for source material, I went down your Instagram and I saw that you did do like um, a lot of uh, digital photography starting off. Um, what made you make the transition from just doing like the digital stuff to actually working with, um, you know, recording like cinematography work? Um, I like a challenge and oh, okay, yeah. Challenging enough, I like yeah. the, I like. The, I knew just growing up, I'm always going to need a career that's going to consistently challenge me. I need. I never like to feel comfortable. I like to always feel like I'm making progress. And video mm. is hard, so I was like, Nah, let's do this. <laughs> Respect. Yeah, it's for sure hard. Um, when you were shooting photography and stuff like that, did you ever? Did you ever think like, man, I want to pursue this full time? Or was it just like something about video that made you go hard with that? Like if you had to do, could you do, um, I don't know, I guess maybe like if you wanted to, could you see yourself becoming a professional photographer or was it just kind of like a hobby for you? I feel like with the camera you have, you come to this question and you have to be serious with yourself because mm -hmm. two, two completely different lanes is, yeah. you know, art versus moving photos. So it's like, um, shit, I don't think I, ha I would have time to be a photographer, honestly. Like, I take photos. So everything you see with Tokali, everything mm -hmm. was taken by me, shot by me, edited by me, everything. So I'm still a photographer. But, like, yeah. as far as, like, getting paid um, as a professional to do photography, mm -mm. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, I get that, though. It's, uh, and I want to definitely get into Tokali, um, but just, like, going backtracking a little bit, you have a lot on your plate. Like, you know, I touched on that in the beginning. Um, you do a lot. Um, so just walk me through like an everyday, like a day-to-day -day for you and like, how are you able to manage just like a, such a busy schedule? Yeah. Um, so a day-to-day -day for me, I wake up between 5 and 7.30 a.m. I'm trying to be more on the 5 a.m. side. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes uh, I have long nights. So I get home from set at like 12 or 1, so I can't help but wake up at 7.30. I try course, to be yeah. to the gym. I might sleep until 8.30, but I'll try to be to the gym by 8.45 or 9 o'clock because that's when it's normally most open. It's either open first, in, in, first thing in the morning at 5 or uh, at 9. So I'll go to the gym at either 5 a.m. or 9 a.m. and then – this is just, this is normally like, like not a TV show set day. If it was a TV show mm -hmm. set day, the whole day. But, um, for sure. But yeah, I go to the gym, um, come home. I try to eat something heavy, but I never really end up eating something heavy. I eat like two eggs for my breakfast. <laughs> and I like, like two boiled eggs and I chop them up. So I eat breakfast, then I will edit. I will do editing for like two or three hours. And, mm -hmm. The editing I'm usually doing is for Toka. Like, I don't edit. As a cinematographer, I don't edit anymore. Like, I don't edit anybody's projects. I, I come oh, okay. and then I go home, which is, right. God is good. Exactly where I want yeah, to be at the same Editing is tedious. Editing is tedious. Yeah. Takes so, a while. Um, yeah, yeah. So, I edit for a couple of hours and then um, it'll probably be like at least between one and three by this time, depending on what time I woke up. Um, if it's if I wake up at five, I'll be done editing by noon. So um, mm. normally one or three at this time. Then 
what do I do? Then I go and ship out all the orders. We normally get about like three to five orders a day if it's a good day. We'll have like mm-hmm. seven. Yeah, I can't even lie. We're, we're doing our thing with Tokyo Plus. But, um, so I'll, I'll pack the orders. I'll take the orders to USPS. Um, if I'm free, if this is my free day, I go see my niece and nephew right after. I'll hang out with them for like 30 minutes or an hour because they live down the street. Then I will – yeah, I'm blessed. Uh, then I'll come back home, uh, edit again <laughs> <laughs> because it, it never ends. Even when it's a complete final project, there's always more things that can be added or done. So uh, edit again, and then um, – I don't cook dinner like that anymore. My homegirl's a chef, so I've been getting meal preps. Uh, normally, I'm sure I would cook around this time. But for the last two or three weeks, <clears throat> I haven't cooked, so that's been nice, too. Um, after I'm done editing, what do I do? I try not to watch TV like that. Um, I'm working on a script right now, so like the last couple weeks, when I'm done editing, I'll come in here, I'll sit down, just vibe mm-hmm. out the window, and I'll pull out my script, and I'll just start working on it. Like right now, I'm a quarter in as far as like writing out the shots and stuff. So today after I'm done, I'll finish writing on, adding on to the script. And honestly, I'll probably go back to do some more editing. Hey, the grind don't stop. It doesn't stop. It doesn't. You're really driven. Yeah. I can't even lie. Like, I don't, it's not that I don't have a choice, but like, I'm not, I don't, I don't like being bored like that. And then I also like built this company up. Mm-hmm. So like, and now it's like you know gaining traction and becoming something so deep down yeah. I feel like i just i have to i have to always be on it i feel like i everything needs to be prepared just in case something happens to me <clears throat> we shoot so much content um i just wanted to be pre-edited so i try to stay like 20 videos ahead which is a Definitely. lot but it is it. but yeah I, I i preach the importance of that to some of my homies who make music or you know when i'm doing my podcast like it's good to have stuff in the vault so you're constantly putting out content because that's kind of the, the point that I found myself in right now. Um, I've been practicing what I preach, but I think going forward in order for me to like be as productive as I want and in order for me to like put out content on the schedule that I have planned, like that I had envisioned for this, it's best to like always like maybe even go like a full week of just nonstop recording. That way you can release on a regular schedule you know yeah. on regular scheduling and you don't have to like stress too much because everything's just kind of like all your eggs are in a braid like so yeah that's yeah. definitely I, I definitely feel that um you were talking about writing yeah, scripts and stuff like that what what if you can you know talk about it what is the script involved that you're working on right um, now? it's like based off of it's based off this love affair but between two people that shouldn't be having one, but they oh, don't okay. talk. They they never speak directly to each other. The mm-hmm. whole script, but they communicate. That's that's all I can say so far. It's um, Word. so you so you get into the movies now. Hell yeah, right. that's, mm-hmm. that's sick. Hundred percent. Yeah, I feel like um my journey into doing all this. I've been blessed with so many wonderful, amazing people and business partners that uh i can go ahead and take that step now like it's time yeah yeah i respect it's just it's all about progression like i see you as the type of person to like not settle into one like lane like you're always looking to reinvent yourself and try new things and you know just reap all the benefits of it because you seem like you're pretty multi-talented like that's 
what I aspire to do. I don't just want to be a podcaster. You know, I want to be a blogger. I want to be like, I want to host events. I want to do the, like all of that stuff. I want to be a whole personality, like internet personality. So, you know, one day I I think I'm just on my way to doing that, but you know, I I think people can definitely learn from how you kind of like manage your projects and like, you know, how you're willing to just explore and try new things. Like it's necessary for growth. Yeah. Is there really. is there anything is there anything like related to Toka or anything other than you know the script that you've been working on that people should know about like any upcoming projects that you've been trying to ma- manage as well? Um, I shoot a lot, so my my own life, I just be trying to manage myself and make sure like mm-hmm. I'm well rested, fed, all that good stuff, but. I've been shooting uh, camera off stuff on a lot of music videos lately. And the coolest one lately has been K. Michelle. So look for the Scooch video by K. Michelle coming out. That was shot by me, my mentor, and one other guy. But I can't remember the other guy's name. (laughs) He's going to be pissed when he sees it. It's like, damn. (laughs) No, but that's that's fire, though. That's fire, though, that you're doing, like, the whole music videos and, and stuff like that. Um, I'm sure you, like, you never thought you'd be in this position, but... Like everything's just working out, and I feel like you're not like taking no for an answer. Like anything, any opportunity that comes up, you're just going full fledged, like going crazy. Um, but I wanted to. I, There's a slight difference. There's a little, a little adjustment to what you said. I always knew I was going to be in this position. You always knew you're going to be in that shit. Yeah. You gotta know where you want to go. You have to. If not, how, how do you know what to say no to? You know what I'm saying? I guess. Yeah. I guess you're right. Oh yeah. Facts. So not. And then with these movies, I know exactly who I want to be. Like you said, multiple lanes, but mm. I know what I'm good at too. So you got to know exactly you got- where you want to go and get there. True. Who, who are some of your like biggest inspirations um, as far as like cinematography goes? Who, who are some yeah. people that you look up to? Hey, number one, Ava DuVernay. Shout out to Ava. Definitely an inspiration. Uh, I've, I've had friends work with her and she just sounds like an amazing person. I'm so excited to meet her. Number two, Easter Ray. Man, mm. I love Insecure. For real, for real. Mm. Jordan Peele, just him doing what he's doing with the scary movies. Just like, like I'm not even like, the Key and Peele thing was amazing, but his whole right. journey all together, admirable. Like, just crazy. Um, What's his name? There's that 30-year-old director that did Black Panther. I know you're I talking about. I can't remember his name, but. Uh, Me neither. I'm horrible with names, but. Yeah, but basically anybody like under forty and like doing it that's black mm-hmm. them too. Honestly. Like especially sure. on my like yes, but mainly Avery DuVernay and Issa Rae, honestly. Like I, I've like I pay attention to the steps they take and at mm-hmm. what it took for them to do to get there. And I guess I, I try to not mirror, but I make my decisions like based off that like too, or just like how I think I need to go about my journey. Because, like even when it comes to like dating or what I want going on in my life, I can't allow certain things because I know where I'm going to go and I know who I'm going to be. And I'm like, I can't exactly. touch to me. So exactly, yeah. you're very calculated. That's how you have to be in order to be successful. You got to, and you got to be a student of the industry as well. Like you know, you could take things from some of the most successful people in the world and you know fine tune it to you know, better fit your lifestyle. And, and that's just how anyone kind of like works their way up the rankings. There's people that I look up to, um, like Charlemagne. I like, I respect what he got going on. Um, like like Sway. I fuck with Charlemagne. I feel like, um, 
you know, as like outspoken and, you know, as kind of like controversial as he is, I, I, I like his, um, I like his little separate thing that he has going on where he talks to like artists one-on-one. Like I saw some interviews he's done with Kanye and like Travis Scott recently. And I feel like he asked like nice, like conversational questions and he's just, he, he's becoming like separated from the radio personality thing. Like he can almost have like his own talk show now and cover the harder the harder uh, topics to talk about. So that's dope. I've always thought like Sway was dope because he had a, you know, of course, Sway in the morning, like his platform was great because a lot of what they talked about had to do with the music. It was just very like refreshing. Um, a lot. I don't really like to follow the tabloids too much or anything like that. But Sway just, I feel like he was a super genuine person. Like people wanted to come on his show and like talk about music and freestyle. And like, it was just, strictly professional you know what i'm saying um there's some other guys i like look up to um on some emerging platforms like our generation's music this guy hakeem um and then this guy um i think his name's anwar or something like that he's he's um at this other platform kids take over he's dope too they do some really cool interviews so those are the kind of people i look up to and i've taken you know uh ideas or references from them and just try to incorporate into what I do. And that's, I feel like that's just kind of like what you got to do in order to get to where you want to be. And I had no shame admitting that, like I'm inspired by y'all, y'all, y'all inspired me to do, to be better. So yeah. If you could say anything to either of those two, what would you say? Like if you ever were in the same, if you were ever in a position to like meet them face to face or get invited to the same event, what would you, what would you say to them? If I had, I would have to be, I have the chance to meet them. Probably not mm-hmm. just get invited to the same event. Cause I try to move right and not like bum rush people. Especially That's fair. Like, oh, not as a person as with the art you make, but as a person, I want to mm-hmm. respect. But um, if I had the chance to meet them and it was all good and cool and I could ask whatever, I would ask what kept them going. What is like, what did they tap into to keep mm-hmm. them going? What are the things they do to keep, to stay sane? Honestly, like when you have so much stuff going on. Yeah, that's um, an important question because I feel like sometimes the limelight, it, 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 like it just brings a different side out of people. Like it's so stressful to be yeah. that productive and, and you know, all, everything you do is under a microscope. So that's I can't even really, imagine. Yeah, I can't imagine for real, for real. But um, I had the chance to meet Janae Aiko, but like I was always... It was at a, around a time where I was saying out loud, like, nah, I got to meet Janae. Or other people were like, nah, yeah, or something. Just... So now that we're saying this, I feel like it's going to happen. So I need to get it together and figure out exactly what I would say. But it would probably be more so, like, how how did you manage yourself? Like, aside from business, I probably wouldn't even ask that many business questions because I have so many other directors, cinematographers and stuff. I would, I would just ask a lot of, like, as a woman questions. Personal questions, like, yeah. I'm being real, yeah. I would ask, like, a lot of, like, as a as an extremely successful woman and with accolades and all that, I I have questions and need advice, like in that direction. So I'm sure they would give it to you as well. Like having those into like I feel like a lot of celebrities get jaded and they don't have those intimate conversations anymore. Like a lot of things are strictly business. Like I'm sure they'd be willing to like talk to you about it and and coach you up. I, I honestly all the all the names you listed they just seem like genuine people. So. You know, that's yeah. good. Um, I know business I, questions. All, all life, personal shit. 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I want, I really want to revisit your brand Toka and I want to go back to like how you started it. What gave you the idea to, you know, become a business owner and specifically like get into the smoke where like the smoke business or whatever. So. Bet. So Toka, yeah. Toka leaf is a hundred percent natural Toronto leaf, uh, mm-hmm. organic, all that good stuff. Um, it's huge. It's probably like two feet high honestly or like a foot and a half and then like solid foot wide um so probably two 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 feet wide one foot wide two mm. feet tall one foot wide <laughs> for okay there you go um i really did it for my brother i'll mm. say that I, I i created toka and like i'm growing toka more so for him it's for me too i'm the ceo you know what i'm saying like for i love sure. it but it's for him i i i know i found what I want to do and I wanted to create something that he could help with and feel like it's his and feel like he's making strides and you know cannabis is coming it's, it's everywhere almost but uh or it will be everywhere soon so right. I see it coming to Georgia within the next three to five years in my opinion it takes like any business like at least like three to five years to really like get to that point where you're well known mm-hmm. in general not just like to specific crowd so really trying to time that and um just by time it's legal here in georgia hopefully we're extremely popular all over i was gonna the say world. yeah y'all already be set like and i've seen the progression since you guys started so i definitely think you're on your way to being like a household name or you know being a brand that people seek out once it's legalized here because it's it's coming it's for sure coming like um you know, they, what they, it's like anything under an ounce is like a fine now. That was like unheard of a couple of years ago. So, you know, they've been, they've been, the government's been making certain um, legislation policies that are in the past. And it's like proof that this thing is starting to become like more widely accepted, especially mm. in Georgia. Like, it's crazy. Mm. I'm very excited. It's going to be good. Yeah. Definitely. Shout out to the team Toka. Shout out to Lan, always going so hard with marketing. Lan Lan underscore you three on uh, Instagram. Shout out to Zay, three, four, five, eight. Shout out to Chase, Chase dot the actor. Follow everybody on the team. And shout out to Jason. Jason, you know, he's on the hush hush, but that's my boy, Jason Jabbar. It's happened with him. He does many great things and is also part of the game. But um, we got a lot more. We got a lot more, but that's just like, as far as the main people, I want to give some recognition real quick. And my husband overseas. Shay, you know Shay, Shazer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Shazer and Jay, man, they go crazy too. The Toka boys, I feel like I got to say everybody now because I can't even lie. It's, I I manage the back end and like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm like the internal structure. But when it comes to the skin outside of the wooden, you know, whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's everybody else. I'm on the inside though, struck, holding everybody up. But like, yeah, yeah, when it comes to like what people see, who do people think is a brand? What do you think when you see the brand um, faces and stuff? Shout out to the team, all my shout friends, Alyssa, shout out to you. Shout out to you. That's important, though. I feel like it's a, it's a very family-oriented. Like, we need more CEOs that are, like, yeah. you know, willing to shout out their, like, all the other pieces that make up the company. Because it wouldn't be, you know, it wouldn't be what it is without all those people you name. So. No cap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely love everybody. Appreciate everybody. Yeah. So um, I know your I know your uh, slogan for Toka is the celebrity preference. Who are some of the celebrities that have endorsed your brand so far? Um, 
we got Molly Brazy, we got Erica Banks, we got PNB Rock. He's probably one of the biggest. Um, we have a lot of behind the scenes people that smoke Toka. That I'm gonna be real shit. It's Toka at Summer Walker's house. Where That's else crazy. is Toka? Man, it's Toka at freaking PB Longway's house. It's Toka at Twenty Four Hours House. Uh, made in There's Tokyo. There's some big names. I, yeah, it's just it's just not on the, on the forefront yet, but it's at their house and they smoke this shit, and I appreciate it. Uh, who else? Uh, who else? Who's been recent? OG Parker. We got OG Parker to come in and do a how to mm. roll. That's a heavyweight producer right there. Hell yeah, no cap. And as he grows, you know, all everybody's videos and his video will grow and stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. who else? Who else? We had uh, five a.m. You know, you know, only want to give my drugs to. Something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Hell yeah, shit. Who else? Shoot. And then I can't even lie, I got so many friends. Dope girls, Renee, uh, Wavy Straight Face, Ali. This just like some some Atlanta celeb type stuff. For uh, sure. Who else? Who else? We got Casey Pluto and his bro. Appreciate y'all. Um, Casey okay. was just on Kanye's tape. He's like, yeah. You know who that is? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was actually at the Donda listening party and everything. Oh. I, I was like in the crowd and shit. Like, yeah. and so when I was doing research on the album, I came across Casey and come to find out they're like a really big writer. They do a lot yeah, of work in the industry. So that's awesome <laughs> for real. Those are all really big names. Yeah, I hope Toka's at Kanye's house. It could possibly be. <laughs> yeah. Man, Casey, some shit right now. He, like, need, he need to smoke one right now. No, yeah. He wilding, he wilding on the ground. Nah, nah. I can't talk about that. Because <laughs> of Casey. I don't even want right. to. Kanye, we go to Kanye, he going to do him. And we just going to leave. You know, cool. Yeah. When, you know, I believe everybody has freedom of speech. Do what the fuck you want. Fuck it. You rich as fuck. Fuck it. So that's yeah. how I feel about that. Um, I just know it's real stress. He, he's going through a lot of stress right now. That's my only reason. I feel like he needs to burn one and just relax and yeah. focus on this album that's about to come out you know what i'm saying because hey, the streets need that you know what i'm saying if you see this roll on with yay for sure yeah but, but um, that's um, what i think of really so far i'm sure i'm missing people no that's uh, amazing that's a that's a, that's a list like right there those are some walker, really great walker. names yeah that's it shout that's out walker fucking yeah. legend too man no, oh this, shit the shark lotto guys the shark lotto guys we, I'm not gonna say too much, but yeah, just look out for Token Shark Lotta. Yeah, yeah, we gonna be on the lookout for sure. Any chance we get to promote, we gotta promote this. This is this is this is a black owned business. Like we gotta that. promote it. We gotta go hard, man. This that's what it's all about. Um, sticking on the celebrity topic though, like if you had a role one with any celebrity dead or alive, who would it be? Dead or alive, Beyonce. Oh, smoke with Beyonce. Fuck it. <laughs> That would be hilarious. But yeah, she probably don't even smoke. But if I had the chance, and for whatever reason we could, I'm sure she do. I feel like it's 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 like the industry's best kept secret. Like most most people do, they may not promote it as much, but I'm sure she does. We got a tag her. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a clip out of this. We're gonna put it on the ground. We're gonna tag Beyonce. We're gonna be like Beyonce. If you watching this, we gotta get at you. Rolling with my girl one day, she's on the come up. Oh, yeah, do that. Like, that. like that. I'm sure I'm gonna work with her eventually, though. But 
I'm not gonna put an age because some wild ass shit has happened in my career that I didn't expect. But eventually, we gonna work with Beyonce. Yeah, that would be that'd be crazy. Break the internet, uh, and everybody from back home would be so proud of you. As it, I mean, they are already, but that would just be like that. That would stamp you for real, like legendary status. Oh my god! Yeah, the Dave Chappelle made me feel like, yeah, this is it. I made it. Like this. You read in my mind. I was really about to ask you about that for the next oh, okay. question. Yeah, I was gonna so like, what was it like going on tour with Dave Chappelle? Like that's one. That's arguably the greatest comedian ever. Yeah, that's what they be saying. He's cool. He's very very cool. Um, I had the chance to do the Atlanta show and the DC show, and I like Dave. We were with him during the day, so we got to see kind of a little bit how he is and. I think he's super genuine. Everything he stands behind, he really does stand behind. Um, yeah. I think that he introduced the hardest conversation to have right now. And we don't got to in, go into the controversial shit he said, but he introduced mm-hmm. it. He made it to where it's okay to talk about this. Exactly. And sometimes you got to be that person to take that hit. And like that's the one thing I learned being around him. It's like, that's why I guess when it comes to like Ava and Issa, I would ask them more so like personality questions and like, all right, mm-hmm. when it comes to this, how would you move like that? Because like being around Dave, like, yeah, I feel like, I feel like he's super, super um, successful just because of how genuine he is. Like nothing yeah. is great at I all. Like he's a humanitarian. <laughs> Yeah. He's a humanitarian. Like, he really has everyone. I feel like he has most people's best interests at heart, and like, he wants to see the world progress. And I watched a few of his specials recently. And I just, you know, when he was talking about um, the whole Black Lives Matter thing, like, his stance on that, like, it was just so impactful, like, hearing it come from him and hearing him, like, be on that more serious tip. Like, everything is just like, I don't know. Everything just made sense when he broke it down. And like, we have to have those figures to address those real issues, whether they're, whether, you know, they get, take a hit for it or not. Like there needs that, that dialogue needs to happen for change to be made. Like we can't just sit here and continue to act like what's going on is supposed to happen. Like it's normal. So shout out to Dave for real. Cause he's doing the Lord's work right now. And like, I know that had to have been a once in a lifetime opportunity for you. Like that just probably felt so, so crazy. Yeah, I can't even lie. I'm trying to make these once in a lifetime regular. It's just life. It's my life. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I mean, I I just saw that you were um, shooting some videos with Lamar Odom. Yeah. How that how that whole connection come about? How you how you meet Lamar? How you click up with him? Uh, so shout out to Carrie Lampkin. Boom, one of my longtime clients. He's a super amazing, successful real estate uh, slash just overall entrepreneur of many things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just through Carrie, just being solid, like, uh, with my being solid with my clients over the years, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll put you on to stuff, even if it's not their thing. So, right. Oh, and you, you got a chance to go to LA and like meet him and everything. And like, had that, where'd you oh, yeah, no, I was with him. Uh, we went to yeah. Detroit. So we, oh, okay. Atlanta to Detroit, uh, we all did. And then he had some stuff that we needed to shoot for his new show coming out, Lamar Loves. Um, mm. So this is the pilot. I shot the pilot. <laughs> but, That's um, crazy. James. So Detroit uh, shot the pilot in a couple more clips, came back to Atlanta, did some more for this year. But, like, he's cool as fuck. I'm going to be real. Like, I'm going to say too much about Lamar because, you know, but um, 
don't know. I feel like these are some controversial people we were bringing up, but they're cool. I like yeah. everybody. Yeah, I've always, I've always had a soft spot for Lamar, man. Yeah, Real yeah. genuine and dude. Like being in front of the, the limelight, I feel like it's not even like meeting these people. It don't even be that controversial. It's regular shit mm-hmm. everybody deals with, talks about, uh, fucking experiences or sees. And it's like, they just at, they they just at, like they in the forefront of it all like anything they yeah, say is gonna it's gonna get publicized but yeah so yeah. like when you're traveling and you're doing all these things like what's what what have you found to be like your most I guess what's your what's been your favorite place to to visit since you've been doing all this and traveling and and working in this industry I like Vegas and L A. Vegas they used in LA. To visit LA to box. work for a while, and I might I, I could see myself possibly moving there if it made sense. But yeah, Vegas in LA. I've been thinking about that the same thing too because I went I got the chance to go out there for my twenty first birthday and I fell in love with it. Like everything yeah. from like even the little things about Vegas uh, and being out west is just appealing to me. Like the weather, the climate. I love that it's it can get hot out there, but it's not humid. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I love the atmosphere. Like I feel like it's motivating to get money out there. Yeah. And I just feel like it's so much more chill. Like, you know, weed's legalized out there. Mm-hmm. It's it's a fun place to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's plenty to do. I don't know. I just think that would be that'd be the move. Like I'd I'd have to get a place out west, you know what I'm saying, when all this works yeah. out. Like it's just it's so ideal for me. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. I can't even lie. I'm like 80% never leave Georgia, 20%. I don't know. <laughs> I feel, yeah, I, I feel like that too. Like the the, yeah. the goal is for me to have a crib out here and then, of course, you know, a crib out there. Yeah, just to go to and from, you know, as I please. Because um, Georgia will always be my home. Right. I'm sure it's yeah. that way for you too. Like there's, I got family out here, you know what I'm saying? Friends, I've made a lot of memories out here. It would be wrong for me to just turn my back on the place that's, you know, like, getting me in the position I need to be you know what I'm saying so yeah Georgia will always be home but um, I definitely want to get a crib out west oh yeah I will say a lot of the like affluent if affluent is that the right word but uh Mm -hmm. like affluent actors and all that stuff everybody's talking about everybody's moving here so that's like another thing I'm like yeah so like I know the business is going to be straight but I think that's going to be good for like Anybody like just us, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you just started this. It's so many people coming here. I'm wording this wrong, but it's just good. Yeah, it and is good. Yeah, it's a great thing for us. Yeah, and everything. I don't know how it works exactly, but I'm sure you can talk about it. Like, aren't things tax free, or like you can get a tax write off if you film things in Georgia? Yeah, like that. that's crazy. I feel yeah. like it has like the perfect, it's like the perfect landscape to shoot things. Cause you know, you got the city, there's like the country, you know what I'm saying? They got mountains out here. Like you can, you can recreate any sort of landscape in Georgia. Really yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Honestly, they do shoot like a lot of the movies here now. Yeah. What are some that you've been like keeping an eye on? Or what are some that like you found out were filmed in Georgia that you had no idea? Like all the Marvel movies, um, okay, yeah. one of the funny scenes they shot at uh, not Clark, but um, it starts with the C. It's like down south, like okay. past Riverdale. You know, it's Clayton State. Like Clayton, one of the, Clayco, yeah. yeah. 
they used they did a whole fight scene there and used part of Clayton State or like inside of the house that they all stay in. I was like, what? But that's where Wes used to go to school. Yeah, no, I was <laughs> like, crazy. Crazy. Shout out so, Wes. Hey, I know he gonna watch this. <laughs> hey, family for life. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that was like crazy. They shot like fancy here. That's crazy. Mm. That's crazy. I didn't even know that. Yeah, uh, I know a lot. One of the uh, film studios that I've been to recently for the K Michelle video, they did a whole mm. couple of scenes there. It's called uh, Classic Film Studio. If y'all ever need any studio spaces? But uh, yeah, just probably like like everything is getting shot here now, and it's like what? Other than yeah. like, Insecure and the Euphoria, those are the only two shows I really love that I know don't get shot here. So. Yeah, I've been I've been watching Euphoria OD. It's so like it's so addicting. This season has been crazy. Yes. I've been seeing a lot of leaks too. I'm like, ah, I hope they don't come true. Like, I hope the, this like someone didn't just leak the whole script or like the plot or whatever. But it seems like a lot of it's true. So don't go looking up the plot, like the the um, yeah. leaks, if you really invested in the show because it's gonna I'm fuck up. It. But it's it's about to get good though. Yeah, it's, I saw the uh, a preview for episode eight. Yeah. I guess that's what you're talking with the leaks, but it looked like yeah. they cut it up, like like it was just a highlight. So yeah, no, but like someone on Reddit had leaked like pretty much like every cast member's like role this season and what's about to happen, like all the like the Dang. I don't know. It's just I don't know. There's a lot of that's gonna happen. I don't know. It's just yeah. it's like it's whatever. But that show is really well written. I'm really digging it. I didn't think going into it, I was like, what is this? Like, I don't know. I love Zendaya, obviously, but hey, I, I love Zendaya too. Thanks. I love Zendaya. I didn't really think too much of it because I knew that like it was a predominantly like female oriented show. Like I, I don't know, I just thought it was gonna be like it's you know, some chick flick shit. But yeah. come to find out, it's like this really, really well written, like just gripping show and I haven't I haven't like I haven't watched anything as good as it lately. I've been watching Ozark too. I don't know if you watch Ozark. I think they're shot in Georgia as well. Yeah, but the, the whole fucking cast lived on my floor. They Are lived on my floor. And then I didn't That's even crazy. know until after they moved. My neighbor was like, oh yeah, you remember so-and-so? I was like, yeah. She was like, bitch, he was on Ozark. Like, that's one of the main actors. Then she told me like, they all, all the main actors live like, I guess, so in some of the apartments down there, so. That's wild. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. Oh, some other cool stuff. Gunna was here uh like last month. Gunna and who? Gunna I don't wanna say thug. It might have been Gunna and Lil Baby, but okay. uh, Spike Jordan. Spike Jordan uh I think that's his ad name, but he lives down the hall. He's very cool. What were yeah. they doing? Were they doing like a music video shoot or they were just kicking it? Well he does like all of Gunna's content, so Probably oh, okay. In the apartment, but like, yeah, this is so fucking cool. It's like, major, like, literally yeah. important shit is going on, like, a few doors down. Like, that's got to feel crazy. Like, you're in yeah. the right, you're in the right place. Like, that's inspiring for me. I like to be surrounded by people that are like doing stuff as like a just just a reminder, like, you know, to to keep going. I don't know, okay. but yeah, for sure. Damn, I forget. I'm, I'm gonna have to cut this, bro. There was another question I was gonna ask you, something along the lines of like filmmaking or oh, so um, out of everything you've been doing, like all the projects, what's been your favorite to do? Like, do you prefer music videos over like shooting documentaries or like what's been your thing? 
I'm sorry. I think no, I love it all. <laughs> I think I love all of it. Um, cause it, it's like, it's all, it, it feels, no, it does not feel the same. Because I'm learning the crane right now and how you shoot a crane for a music video is kind of different from a TV show. Mm, yeah. But, um, I like uh, unscripted, anything unscripted, just for the creative like space and flow, like in the the on the go shooting. Right. I think I like directing. I take all this back. I like directing the best. I like being directing. in charge of the whole set and being in charge of what's going on. I want yeah. to be like, oh, this shot, this shot, this shot. I love directing. Um, I'm not directing so much right now because uh, I was a lot. I was doing hella music videos at one point, and then mm-hmm. I realized like. To you can get stuck at different levels of what I do, and it's not like yeah. a stuck. You can decide to just be like, I want to do that, and stay there forever. Like you can be a camera op forever, you can be an AC forever, you can be a a freaking producer, assistant producer, whatever. Because the pay is good enough if you're happy with that pay to just stay, yeah. and you don't be straight. You can pay for a crib, car, whatever you need off of shit and film. But I could tell that's just not your personality, though. Like, I can tell it's just like not in your personality. Like you're, you're trying to do more. Like you're trying to explore more. Yeah, I gotta be the director, man, or at least the executive producer. But to be an EP, Mm -hmm. gotta have money. So getting to that point. Yeah, you're starting to build that credibility too. That's honestly all it takes. You gotta have that experience and like those accolades under your belt, and then those opportunities will present themselves. So. Hell yeah! Slowly but surely. Yeah, that's what I've been doing lately. Um, cause before I would like not take camera op stuff or like be hesitant because I'm like, I want to direct, I want to direct, I want to direct. But I was, I almost got stuck at being a music video director. But I see how you cannot get stuck. But I see how you can stay at that level. So mm-hmm. learning from mentors, learning from people around me, and doing whatever, not whatever I can, but all good and wonderful things. Um, uh, to get to being like a top dog director. That's the final goal. Yeah, man, the uh, the power of a mentor, I'm telling you, like, I have a couple in my life that are just continuously giving me ideas and advice. Um, who's your mentor in this shit? Like, who's been there for you, just giving you the game you need? I got a handful. Um, I started with, I don't know, let me see, but I started with this man named Nando. That's when I, when I picked up the camera. Fernando was very into the music industry, and he was an engineer. And I guess that showed me, I saw how you could stay at that level as a videographer. And I got, you know, I got videographer homies that decide to stay with artists. That's cool, because like I said about the pay, if that's what you want, it's cool. But mm-hmm. um, so uh, just being around Nando, learning about the music industry, uh, seeing what I like and what I definitely don't like about it. And seeing how you get start stuck as a videographer, uh, so learn that there. Um, and I worked with, and still kind of work with this man named Casa. Uh, Casa's okay. not his real name, but <laughs> he would be preferred to be called Casa. So mm. um, it's the real Casa on Instagram, and he is super dope. He's an amazing cinematographer. He's like. I can't even lie, probably like the best shooter I've ever been in person with. Like, can just pick it up, tell him what you generally want, and it's gonna look amazing. He'll, he'll incorporate his own flavor into it. He's been shooting so long, like, he just knows there's so many small nuances when it comes to like what's inside of the frame, how to move right. it to be pleasing to the audience. And 
that's just in Casa. So I love being around this Casa. Is, yeah, you sound like he got a gift for real. <laughs> oh, yeah, hell yeah. And then he's just been nurturing it. Like, he's like 40-something, and he's been doing it, like, as long as me and one of my business partners, named Marquise, uh, mm-hmm. Marquise, my business partner, I'm sure to some extent we're even mentor and mentee to each other because uh, right. he learned stuff that I don't know. I learned stuff that he doesn't know. Um, another man named Director Cricket worked with him a whole bunch. Uh, from director of cricket, I understood and learned how to talk to people like artists. How to how, honestly, how to get the bag when you need it. When he when he was uh, funding his film, I went with him just to a lot of like money meetings, like EP meetings, executive producer right. meetings. Saw what it takes, what you got to say to negotiate, and you know, um, just be comfortable with the deal that you're making with the person. Um, and also, Cricket gave me the Life Jennings video. We were on set. We were just working. Wow. And he was just like, like, it's time. And he was like, I'm about to leave. Like, you're about to right. I was like, but nigga, what? And <laughs> yeah, he stayed for like 20 minutes, made sure I was, you know, like talking loud, being clear, not not being like uh, all shy or anything, which I'm, I'm definitely not. But yeah, I did get thrown in the fire that day. So I was feeling very reserved. But uh yeah, um, so from Cricket, I learned a lot of just directive stuff and just things in that direction. And then right now, my main mentor is BJ. I love BJ. BJ's teaching me the crane amongst many, many other things. Like so many mm-hmm. things I can't even count. Uh, BJ helps me with my personal life, with my business, my, with my business that has nothing to do with camera stuff. And yep, that's my guy, BJ. So shout out to BJ. Y'all follow BJ at BJ Cam King. Do it, man. Sounds like everybody you've talked to just put you on so much valuable game. Like, that's so important. I'm glad you have those people in your life that have, like, helped you along this journey. Um, What are some of the misconceptions that you feel like cinematographers receive or, you know, photographers, people in your industry? Like, what what are some big misconceptions you feel like they get? In relation to any specific direction? Yeah, yeah, just like things that, like, I guess, just stereotypes that people associate with you guys, or um, so just anything, anything yeah, at all. Basically, all right. what are something that just come off the top of your head that you've, you know, had to dispel, like, had to be like, nah, this that ain't what it really is. This shit ain't glamorous at all. Everybody thinks it's fucking lit. Everybody thinks, mm-hmm. oh yeah, you be shooting, you be with celebrities, you be with this. It's not glamorous at all. We've been working for like 14 hours regularly, mm. like like 12 is the average, but we work for generally like 14 hour days. I'll be out the house all day, which is nothing wrong with that. It's beautiful. I love it. Right. I love it. But it's just, it's not glamorous. People just got to understand, like, that's what it takes. Yeah. Like that, that three minute music video you see on YouTube, it actually took 14 hours to create. Like, yeah. Like a lot of time. We were there from 10.30 or 10 a.m. till two o'clock. So there's that. <laughs> that's yeah. some, that 60 hours shit. But um, uh, the time, people think that the money is amazing. Now, the money is great. It's good, especially once you become like a master or like uh, mm-hmm. just, well, you know enough to not ask questions and just literally pick up and go and be able to do great at whatever you're doing. Whether that be a camera op, boom, mic, uh, holder, specialist, whether that's the AC, like, like, yeah, so that just covers everybody. And, um, like, I guess it's just in relation to the hours. I, I just sometimes I don't think the pay makes sense. 
But it's yeah. good. It'd be, it'd be good. Another misconception. Mm, I feel like people think videography and like cinematography is the same. It's completely different. Completely. Mm. Cinematography yeah. is taking into consideration like all the elements of composition. Videography is like, all right, got the camera, boom, let's shoot a video. Fuck it. Exactly. Whatever. Don't matter. So stuff like that. And um, it does not take 10 minutes to edit if you take it hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Time. Like, I can't imagine it's tedious. Like, I have to edit these little, like, conversations. I had these interviews and it takes long. I can't imagine what it would take to edit, you know, like a real or, you know, a, a whole movie or video, music video. Yeah. So. I mean, shoot. What you're experiencing, just um, imagine maybe a couple more layers, like color grading. And then, like, if, if there's some effects, and then if it's like an like, uh, edit you have to feel uh, to edit it, then that's just, like, different, too. So, yeah. Like, I guess with movies, you would have to, like, go off, like, feeling like, okay, now it feels like it's time to cut. Now it feels like it's this. Yeah. yeah. For sure. What would you say, like, your personal style is when it when it comes to, like, how you shoot? Do you, do you have, like, a, a um, specific element you try to incorporate in every single uh, piece of work that you do that's, like, uh, unique to you? or? Yeah. Right now, I'm developing it. Um, I'm a tripod specialist. That's what I call myself. I feel like I can kill it on the tripod. And um, mm-hmm. a lot of my music videos have storylines, and I'll try okay. to get, like, one really interesting shot. I like uh, I like nice setting shots. I'm not being specific enough. I'm not being specific enough, but it might be a hard question to answer. Not, but it's not. It's gonna come out with this film. Like it'll be easy to answer once I do that. But I have to do it first, so I can even see myself. Oh, that like it's what I thought For it was sure. gonna. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think tripod specialists. I really enjoy um, like still frames and. And just like I want to be, I want to be great at everything. Honestly, I don't even want to put a specific on it. I love all of this, but yeah. yeah. And uh, I like I like shooting tight. So like I like being a sniper. There you go. I'm a sniper shooter, tripod specialist. Okay, and describe that. Is that like where everything is like condensed down, or like it's a close up or something like that? Yeah. So like an extreme close up. Like mm. I like stuff like that. So like. You know, in music videos, when <clears throat> the artist will be, like, way high up on a building, but their whole body is still filling the screen, you can just tell they're far as fuck. Like, mm-hmm. shots like that. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, that's cool. That's really Thank cool. You. Have you explored, like, have you, I don't know if you've seen it lately, but I know this, um, this videographer, Cole Bennett, he's been shooting a lot of music videos on iPhone. Oh, yeah. Do you feel like, have you experimented with that, like, let the less is more approach? Try to yeah. do something. Cole can do that because it's Cole. <laughs> yeah, I, guess, yeah. I, can't lie. I gotta shoot with my black magic. I can't do that. I can, yeah. but Cole can do that because it's Cole. Like he built himself up so freaking high. He's an mm. influence on what everything looks like now. Like, and that's where I'm trying to get. Like, I want what I make to influence the shit that the next shit that comes out and what people think things are supposed to be looking like. But man, he did it. He he killed that shit. So yeah. Yeah. Well, what think, are some music videos that um what are some other videos that people can watch uh where they can like identify your work? Yeah. Um 
I will re I'll release a video today called Skyscraper by Renault Monday. Literally, as soon as we get off of this. So people go look at that. I would say his video is a good representation of what I want my films and things to feel like. So I shot a video in for him, and it was like he was on both perspectives of the video. Um, hard to explain that but you just have to see it like he was looking yeah. at himself and then we snap and then he's not even there anymore and like yeah it's kind of cool yeah i'm interested in hearing that or seeing that you know what i'm saying so definitely y'all got to tap into that for sure um is there anything else that you'd like to cover i feel like we've talked about a lot anything um, else you want people to be excited about we're about to drop some new toka bags. We're going to start dropping every four months. So once a quarter, minimum, we're going to drop more than once a quarter. But yeah, we're about to drop some new toka bags. So go to tokaleaf.com. They are going to look like... I'm surprised I didn't wear my bag. <laughs> I, I was supposed to have this on this whole time. But they're going to look like this. Except nice. red. Oh, okay. So, all red and black. That's hard. Y'all yeah. got to get you one. Essential. Yeah. This was supposed to be me this whole interview. <laughs> Just self promotion. Yeah, for real, for real. I can't even lie. Like, you I'll never make know that the thumbnail or whatever. Hey, that. Yeah, you can do it like <laughs> oh, yeah, that. Yeah, nah, pose, pose real quick. All right. Yeah, we'll figure <laughs> it out. But I'll definitely make sure that like that's on the forefront, like people know, and that that's like your shit or whatever. Hey. But yeah. I don't know. I mean, I feel like we talked about a lot. I don't really have too many other questions, but yeah. um, thanks for sitting in with me. This was great. I really learned a lot about you and about your brand and what to expect from you going forward. So I appreciate it. No problem. And I appreciate you training me, interviewing me. You did great. Like this was like very comfortable and easy. And I can tell you're prepared. So just keep appreciate going. Like, keep doing this. Like you're going to have times where you're like, fuck this shit. Like mm -hmm. I could just stop. I could just stop for like a week or two or I could just not edit. Like every single time you feel that, that I can just stop real quick and I'll do it later. Don't, don't stop and do it later. <clears throat> Figure out how to just push through that shit. That's like some of my biggest advice. And even when it seems like it's stale, just keep going. Consistency is what people want to see. Like, I'm telling you, that's all people want to see. Like, I would say that's why I'm successful because for ev every single day since I've started this, everybody sees I do it every day. So mm. like that's helped people be like, oh well, shit, you've been doing this for two years. Let me finally fuck with you. <laughs> yeah, that consistency it's gonna win people over every single time. Like oh, yeah. they're gonna they they know that you're serious. Is that that's all they're seeing on their timeline? Like they they're bound to you know click on something. Like that's just the method. There's a method to it. Oh yeah, for real, for real. But yeah, just keep going. I believe in you. I think it's gonna go. Appreciate that. Yeah, I'm gonna post that. Um, what you just said is like a real on IG. Yeah, that was that was hard. I'm gonna try to like edit it, like with your words over it and stuff like that, like a quote. That's what I'm, I'm gonna for sure post that. But yeah, appreciate you. It's been great, and this has been another episode of Get In Tune with Ambria with the Upside Down. Hey, hey, get in tune, y'all.